Or Shake it, girl. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. Shake it. Shake that shit. Shake it. <laughs> What's that? What, what was I saying? Was that? Shake it. Outing cast. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. No, that's Andre, right? Yeah, it's Outcast. Oh, that it was, was an Outcast song? It was an Outcast album, okay. but they did their own. Like, it was a double disc. They did their own albums, but I think that they still kind of sometimes still worked with each other. So it was kind of like solo albums together as one as Outcast. So it's like two <sighs> artists collaboration. I know I, I get what you're saying. It sounds like it was two guys that wanted to go off and do their own album. <laughs> They're like, no, we will sell more of these as, as Outcast. Let's make this a double album, baby. And then we'll get those, uh, I think they call them dollars. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all, is as they say. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. So if I, if I go to it, it definitely says it is Outcast. It just says that it's a double album. What's the album called? Speaker Box slash The Love Below. So Big Boys was Speaker Box. Okay. And then The Love Below was Andre 3000. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm correct, but once again, I'm saying they wanted to do their own solo album. And then the studio was like, yeah, you realize it's not going to sell as well if we call this Outcast, right? So let's make this a big to-do and we'll sell even more. Is that their last album together? I don't actually. I would put money on it. Put that money on it. Is that is that the album that had it a... It is not. Okay, I wouldn't yeah. put money on it. I lost money. There's only been one since, though. Oh. So, uh, th- so I'm th- still considering that the beginning of the demise. <laughs> so Andre 3000 had Hey Ya from hey this album. Yeah, that was on that album? On Yes. Okay. And then on Speaker Box, the big boy version had I like the way you move. Do, do, do. I like the way. That I album was way. a fucking killer. <laughs> I only know that song. Do, do, do. Because of Tiger Woods. PGA Tour 2004 or 5, I can't remember the year. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I am Michelle. And I am Sam. Doo, doo, doo. And I'm Bill Paxton's <laughs> head, but I've realized that I have to put it in front of, in between the microphone, microphone and myself to talk so it doesn't work. Just gonna make it like a thing that sits on top of your forehead. It's like a growth. <laughs> I I I took Bill Paxton's head. I cut it off, and like how you can uh, I don't know if you've seen how cactuses, you cacti. can like cut them. Yeah, cacti, whatever. You can cut them up, and then you can like stick pieces on that, like the, the the cut open parts, like the insides. Okay. You can put them on each other, and they will fuse together, okay. and you can make interesting looking cacti. cacti. Yeah, so I cut Bill Paxton's head off, and I <laughs> I cut part of my forehead off, and I'm fusing them together like a we cactus. Had to, we had to tape you together for at least two weeks before the fusion began. Ah, oh, the fusion. <laughs> the fusion. People don't even know, because we did one episode where we started talking about it. And you know, video never makes it out for these things. So those people mm. on that episode N- still have no idea. No, but and I'm- then the next episode that they would have heard is... An episode we've already recorded, so they still have no fucking idea. That's perfect. <laughs> it is perfect. It's absolutely- I bet that shot's not good. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Anyway. Anyways, no one's going to see it, even though I did have my first lesson recently. Oh, in on video, video stuff? editing. Yeah, I, and it went well, I thought. 
it's we're working together at this point. And honestly, when you help me, it takes sixty percent of the fucking stress off because I'm constantly questioning myself if it's too bright or if the colors are right. It's just not something I've ever been good at, and I'm constantly like, "Is this a funny enough part? Is this good enough here? Is this good enough here?" So when there's someone else collaborating with me and saying like, this is the good cut. This is the good move here. This is what it should look like. I'm like, oh, thank God, a second opinion. We're just looking at things differently. One thing that's always kind of like, I already brought this up to you. One thing I've not liked about our videos is I think that a lot of times our, our heads don't match up between the shots. That's yeah. some one person's heads up way higher than the others. So that was also another thing. Bring it into more perspective. Make us look more even with each other. Because in real life, my head is about how much higher than yours right now? Like an entire head. <laughs> like an entire Paxton head. You are 6'2". <laughs> I am 5'5". Five five. There is se- and I'm sitting on my foot. Well, I'm just saying in general, there are seven inches between us. There is a nice There's- dong between us. <laughs> a nice dong. Seven inches is, is is nice. It's not small. It's not huge, but it's it's definitely on the up and up. On the up and up. <laughs> Mine's only five point two. That is not true. <laughs> There's no way it's true. I hate having to reassure you on the podcast that your penis I is not love, small. I love making people <laughs> have you tell me that because it doesn't work in any other realm of life. Oh, you want I me can't to say shame, it? I can't shame you in, in real life. You need people to know. And the only way to do that is to tear yourself down for me to step in and then be like, no, Sam, your no, penis you, isn't small. It's and not then, small. It's also not big. So there you go. No, it's just fucking right. So, like I said, welcome to Couple Crips <laughs> Podcast. Um, I'm Sam's penis. <laughs> God damn it. I would love to know what the angle of this Paxton in the middle camera is. Oh, I thought we were still talking about dicks. I bet Paxton had a regular nice average I bet dog. it was solid, but most importantly, that motherfucker knew how to use it. <laughs> I think, Do you think so? I think if it were if it were anything in size, it was it was maybe on the thicker side than the thinner side, but maybe not super long. Anyone else's dick you want to talk about? Uh, I hear Glenn Danzig has a super short, super thick one. That's kind of scary. Kind of like him, super short and super stout. I, I guess it makes sense when that, you say it like that. They call that a chode. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been under the impression that a chode is Me a taint. Too. Me too, but apparently we're incorrect. Apparently a chode is a short, fat dick. <laughs> like an incredibly short, incredibly fat dick. Like micro, maybe almost not micro, small, but, but not quite. Like, like a three-inch penis, which gets the job done once again. <laughs> it, a three... I, the G-spot is three inches inside, and a lot of women like clitoral play. And that, you don't even need a dick to do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Have I ever brought up one of the funniest things on the internet to me on this podcast, the Howard Stern Small Penis Contest? I don't know. Did I bring it up the podcast? I've heard I think, it many I think times. everyone should watch it because it's fucking hysterical. You may have. Actually. And you'll be like, I didn't know they could look like that. And if you truly have any... Small penile complex. I did have a penis complex for a long time. Now I don't actually care. A lot of guys do. I'm fine. I don't give a fuck. I don't know why. Uh, Our age group, it's because we didn't grow up around other naked men. Men before us. How they showered together. They showered together and they're all like, okay, yeah, this is mine is exactly like his. Only Jerry has the fucking hog. Jerry's just weird. And then our (laughs) generation. uh... 
All we know is porn. With like <laughs> with porno and the internet yes. getting big and yes. porno being one of the first big things on the internet, you were chatting with your friends and looking at porn. Yeah. And it took a long time to do both of those so things. Scientifically, that's why they say that age groups of mine and a little older and definitely younger, younger have that complex. I did for a while, but it's just because I think a lot of people do. I honestly don't anymore. It's more of a joke nowadays. I don't give a fuck. I still won't show you my dick, but I could see in 10 years me not having a problem getting naked in front of anybody. What's <laughs> weird about having a complex about that is that most penises themselves, not the bodies that they're attached to, but the penises themselves, most of them probably look the exact same. Dude, gross. Really? I thought they'd all look a little bit different. That's why I said mostly exactly the same. <laughs> there's not a whole lot that you're working with. I wonder with if there. there's different categories. You some know, are fatter, sometimes... some are veinier, but like they're still <laughs> all pretty much the same. Vaginas don't all look the same. Some are nice and pristine, and some you understand why people call them roast beef. Agreed. <laughs> like they're they're almost scary to look at. Agreed. I mean, it's like fucking bat ears. I'm going to shift the subject completely right here. This shedding is insane in this house with this dog. The dog is the worst. The dog. It's mostly the dog. It's getting to the point where like it's getting into my eyes during the day and it really fucking irritates them. Yeah. And that's how I shifted that penis. It's really hard. Oh I've, I, have, I have vacuumed the dog. Yes, she has been vacuuming I, uh, the dog lately. I had you hold her down they, so I could vacuum her. Do they make... Literal vacuum attachments to do that? I don't know because dogs, most animals don't enjoy the sound of a vacuum. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that, what the fuck is that That thing? usually <laughs> is the main reason that it's hard to keep her near. Yeah. Is because and she's of the a psycho same. in general. Yeah. It's about the psycho. It's about the psycho. So, Sam, it's so your week. It what is. are we doing here on this review well, podcast? Well, Michelle. We took a chance this week. Let me explain myself here. We are listening to Loneliness and Temptation by Clarence Carter. I did not do my due diligence. I don't know when this album came out. Somewhere in the 1975, 70s. I okay, believe. Thank you. Um, you might want to verify that. We'll verify that in a minute here. Uh, I'll do it while you're talking. We are, I don't know if we're necessarily fans of Clarence Carter, but Clarence Carter was already in our lives. Two, there are two songs that I know of him that yeah. I like. And we'll talk about those as the podcast goes on, because I don't want to explain everything here. But that's why I thought it might be a nice day to try. Let's do a Clarence Carter album that we've never heard. <laughs> I think it's weird that not only it's something that we've never heard, you chose an album with no hits on it. Exactly. That's how I roll. I look for the fucking deep stuff, baby. Not usually, because you're a one and done, off in the first album sort of person. So I would think that something with like, more of a hit... Would be in an earlier end of his career. This feels like it's no his biggest later. hit was after this album. Was it? Fuck yeah! Stroking came out in 1980. Anyway, we're gonna get going on this album. It's called Loneliness and Temptation. Yeah, the first song is called Love Ain't Here No More. For some people, this might be a drag, and uh, we'll get talking about that. But here we go. I will say, upon the first listen, for me personally, yeah, go ahead. It was kind of like meh. But I guess I think that... Okay, it, it grew on me. I think that this is one of the very few albums that are backloaded, I would say. I'm, I'm nodding yes. <laughs> I'm nodding yes. Um, but I, I, I know that I didn't like it as much you know, the first time, but it has only grown on me on every listen, which has only been a few, but yeah. still, like, I, I think the first listen was just like, oh, man... 
because again, it's kind of front loaded with more ballady songs. It starts with a ballad. Yeah. When I first started this album and this song played, I went, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, you had kind of a negative reaction I initially. Did, but it's because I didn't really make it that far into the album. I agree with you completely that as the album goes, it gets better. And as you start to really listen to the lyrics and start to be I like, think of Clarence Carter actually singing these things, yeah. they got some more like fun vibes to them. It started to get more like, even though a lot of these are ballads, some of these ballads are still soulful. It's not just like totally lame as a ballad can be. Yeah, and I think that especially when you get later on in the album, there's a sense of humor, which I think with Strokin, there's a, a huge sense of humor there. Apparently, he's always had that style, sense of humor. He was always known as the guy who writes about like dirty, dirty love and like physical interactions and like cheating and like sneaking behind the alley. Like apparently, it's always been his fucking thing. <laughs> I wonder if him being blind ever helped him. I wonder if there were women throughout his career that were like, oh, let me help you or let me do that. Let me get this Maybe. for you. And he's only like, he's like, I'm only like 70% blind, bitch. Like Stevie Wonder. Neither one are, I, mean, I don't, I don't know about Clarence, but I know that. I couldn't find that out. I was trying to figure that out. I know that, um. Stevie Wonder is not fully blind, which is why there are videos where he like catches a microphone. <laughs> yeah, and they're just like, oh, he's he's faking it. No, he can see masses moving. I think they say that the majority of blind people are not have 100%. some sort of spectrum of vision. It's like, like I knew Adam Tillett. He was legally blind. Really? But it's just because he was just over the edge where he had to have Coke bottle fucking super glasses. Hmm. Luckily, he was born later he's our age so he didn't have to have glasses truly coke bottle thick but yeah, yeah i remember him telling me i'm legally blind <laughs> like what but he could see with vision correction so he was yeah. fine but i do not know the extent of clarence carter's blindness i know he was born that way i know he went to like blind schools as he was getting older but I also know that his mom like made him do shit, and he like has interviews where he's talking about like I had to do the dishes. How does a blind kid know how the dishes are clean? By the squeak. Like, so he grew up at a time where they're like, yeah, you're blind, but guess what, motherfucker, you're gonna have to figure it out. He's still alive. Yeah, I said earlier, I was like, I can't wait to talk about Clarence Carter's death because it has not happened. Clarence Carter is still with us. He's like 87 years he's old. 87. He was born in 1936. Yeah, I cannot find. I found an interview with him on twenty in twenty twenty two where he's been using computers to help him with his like disabilities and stuff. Mm-hmm. But past that, I was really open that I could potentially go see Clarence Carter in concert just to have it under the belt. Not for any reason because I'm a huge Clarence Carter fan, but to see the guy play Strokin and Patches of Warlocky. Oh, he definitely has to play Patches. Patches was one of his biggest fucking songs. It was like his first huge song. It's funny to bring up Patches because I know about Patches ah, and you know about Patches. Yeah, let's please talk about that. Okay, Should so... Should I play a little, see, little bit of Patches for the people? Sure, if you want to. Right. So Sam and I are big fans of the podcast and the show formerly known as Comedy Bang Bang. It is improv comedy based. Yes. Uh, oftentimes it is a, it's usually a guest, a, a regular person, and then other people come on, but they're comedy people doing characters. I hate it when you look up for a song, the Patches song by Clarence Carter, and you pick the wrong one, and it's like, that's not what we're used to. There you go. So there was a character, it was Carl Tart, 
This was, was not actor. Comedy Bang Bang, by the way. This was the Andy Daly Podcast Pilot Project. I always forget that. Yeah, this God was the Andy Daly Podcast Pilot Project, where Andy Daly played a certain character where he's insane, but he interviewed people in his prior life. So while he's in the insane asylum, he has his own show where he's interviewing people. Okay, I'm wrong. Where... Carl Tart is playing Clarence Carter. You don't know if he's actually Clarence Carter in the skit or not, or if he's just a crazy guy who thinks he's Clarence Carter. But he sings this song and adds words. Yeah, yeah he changes the lyrics eventually, but it was so funny to us. I, when I first heard it, I was painting a car. I wasn't painting it. I was. It's one of those moments where a comedy bit was so funny, I fucking know where I was. <laughs> uh, there's a few of those, by the way, and a lot of them for com- from Comedy Bang Bang. But... I'm on the ground, masking off a car on the driver's side, on the left side of the paint booth. (laughs) And he's doing this fucking Clarence Carter thing. And I'm crying laughing. I can't work anymore. I've laid the tape down. I'm buckled over. And Mel's just looking at me like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm crying, just laughing, rewinding it and playing it again. Now, I know people are hearing this and they don't know what we're even talking about. But just one of those deals where it's like, Michelle... You know Clarence Carter? The guy who did Stroke and apparently has this song that was known to like families, mostly black families, but it was his first white family breakthrough hit. So like you're the f- my mom fucking your loves mom this song. Mom loves this song and she was like, it's so sad because we were yeah. talking about it around her once because I think we were like, do you know the song Patches by Clarence Carter? <laughs> yeah, and we, yeah. were, we were just like laughing because we know it from this comedy bit. Yeah, we were making fun of it. We we're sitting there like, uh my life had kicked us up and back down. Because <laughs> it's about a poor kid who has to take over. Yeah, because his dad dies. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Carl Tart made it so funny. But you find out this was like a huge fucking hit for him. And like my mom, like, like you said, we brought it up, and she was like, "Oh, patches <laughs> that can make me cry." I think she said, <laughs> and we both just laughed at her. Yeah, because we have just. We see it from a different perspective. Absolutely. But I enjoy the song. I genuinely enjoy... Patches? Patches, even though I... But in my mind, it's not connected to the story itself. It, even though I'm aware of the story, it is connected to a funny thing that brings me tremendous it's, joy. It's connected to you and I both going like this. Twilight, I'm a necrophiliac. I have sex with dead bodies. <laughs> My son, it's all left up to you. <laughs> so please, everyone, check out the Andy Daly Podcast Pilot Project. With Carl Tart uh, yes. as Clarence Carter. Please do. It's very funny. Um, what do you think about that first song? For me, it was just like, okay. I, nah. I really hope there's better than this when I first heard it. I s- kind of put me in a down, not mood, but like, oh shit, did I fuck up here? It hasn't, nothing has hit me yet. So far, Correct. it's I would consider it blasé. It Correct. just exists. I fucking 100% agree. All right. Take a taste of your own love is track number two. Here we go. All right. So do you think that he's tried it? Everybody ought to take a taste. Oh, <laughs> taste his own jizz? <laughs> yeah. So when I see this, the song title, Take a Taste of Your Own Love, <laughs> I'm imagining... You're trying a little of uh, uh, Clarence Milk. Wow. <laughs> Do I think he did? Yes. And <laughs> he liked it. Oh, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be realistic here and go, absolutely not. This man from Alabama who definitely had a fear of God is not doing that. But I think he shot a lot of his own love. 
I think Clarence Carter is getting milked across the country during the 70s. You don't think anything accidentally flew up? I'm just... Accidentally? I don't know if I know anybody who's tasted their own cum. The reason- I know I haven't. I don't know. I was cleaning the van earlier, and I had something wet fall on my lip, on my bottom lip, and it scared the shit out of me. And then I realized, oh, I think it's just sweat because it was so hot. (laughs) But the thought of an unknown liquid hitting your mouth is horrendous. So I'm assuming he's never tasted it his own love, but uh, tasted it but oh, <clears throat> more people have tasted their own love than they even fucking realize. Because they kiss people after exactly. they go down. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. Um, I think this song is fine, by the way. Oh yeah, this is when it finally it, it picks it up. It has that yeah, sound. That uh, what do they call that? Yeah. Uh, God damn it, Bernie used to play it all the time. Bernie Whirl. Whirl. Whirlitzer is all I can think. Whirlitzer. That's my fucking organ. I'll get it here in a minute. But yeah, this is when it's starting to get that like. Oh damn, Michelle, it's called a Moog. No, that's a Moog synthesizer. Clavinet. Boom. Clavinet. Um, The clav, baby. Yeah, it's got those nice soulful clav. It's getting into the funk. It sounds like an old soul, like Otis Redding. I looked at the writing credits initially. And Otis Redding has a writing credit, but then I looked at all the songs and I couldn't find it. Well, so that somehow- would be because Otis Redding signed Clarence Carter to his fucking record label. Okay. And Clarence Carter, along with this other guy who had a name that began with a C, they called themselves the C-Boys. C-C-Boys? That's what it was. The C-C-Boys. They were the backing band for Otis Redding for a little bit. And they were both blind. Wow. Yeah, so Otis Redding had two blind dudes in his band, and Clarence Carter was fucking one of them. Playing guitar, I assume. Maybe piano. Wow. Sure. Yeah, so that's why he's kind of got that vibe, and he can kind of like provide that backing sound. where It doesn't sound like an Otis Redding song, but it sounds like Otis Redding could have made it an Otis Redding song. So, yeah, there you go. I'll never forget the feeling when I saw a piece of Otis Redding's playing for the first time. I, I, for some like you know the dumbest things that you remember mm-hmm. and the stupid things? I thought about this last night when I was brushing my teeth. The thing, the important things, the memories, the things I should hold dear and don't remember. But I remember being in middle school and a teacher asking us if we leave the water on when we brush our teeth. And I remember Tony Tedesco vehemently saying, absolutely not. That's wasteful. <laughs> Why do I remember this? Because you left no the water reason on? whatsoever. No. Oh. I just thought it was his reaction was just odd because he was just I, I bet his mom beat the shit out of him at one point <laughs> for leaving the water on yeah and then later he got in the back of my mom's car wasted anyway, <laughs> that's not a reference that tony tedesco fucked my mom <laughs> no it was why is this drunk person in the back of my car oh i taught him in school oh no and then he asked my mom for a hug and she said no and he ran away <laughs> <laughs> And then people tried to tell him what he did, and he was like, I didn't do that. And they're like, yeah, you did. I love that your mom said no. <laughs> Aside, I mean, knowing him, he's drunk. Like, you never know what's going to happen. She lives yeah, alone. Yeah, could have been, could have fucking stabbed her. Uh, she doesn't know what's going on. I mean, it's not going to happen. Whatever, but, but uh, I just liked it. She's just... Like, some people would be like, they would almost feel obligated yeah. because they would feel bad for the person. Yeah. And your mom's no. just like, no. <laughs> uh, and that's where I get it from. <laughs> nah. No and thanks. It, and I wouldn't consider it cold. I just think that it's it's more protective. It's more like self-preservation. 
preserved. I, You're, you you yeah. don't just let anyone into your bubble. It's conceived as cold because everyone, I think, is a little too... Uh, open. open and outgoing about some stuff. But I'm super outgoing and open about some shit that nobody would ever be about and then I'm not about other stuff that they would totally be. Like, I don't want to talk to the fucking neighbor, but I'll tell the neighbor about my ball sack. Like, she wants to talk about the weather and, like, what's going on in the street. I want to talk about Alien versus Predator. Shut the fuck up, lady. She also <laughs> wants to tell you about what the cats did when she was outside smoking a cigarette watching cats, them. They sat in front of the door. They tried to swat at an, a bird that went by. Yeah. Aw, <laughs> cuties. All right, let's Little move sweet on, babies. my love. So that one was fun. That one was a good song. Yeah, Not, man. I don't I'm ever remember it. it, but I move yeah. my shoulders while it's going. And I like Clarence Carter's voice. He's not like a super good singer, but he's like in the pocket. You know what I mean? Let's move on. Glad to see you walking in. Playing pool. Now this has a brings it back down, but it's not terrible. But I love the fucking group. And he's doing those little, those like uh, guitar lines, and he's the guitar player. I watched a live video of him playing, and he like has a capo on one of the frets, and he has to feel down. And he finds the capo, and then he puts his hands in position, and then he fucking plays. Man, <laughs> so is someone positioning the capo, or is that something he has to just take time to Ooh. feel it out? I bet there's a roadie that has all the guitars ready for what he needs. You know what I mean? But I also read that Clarence Carter—he can feel the frets and figure out maybe yeah. where yeah. it's supposed oh, to yeah. go. Yeah. Um, he could do it, but I mean, he's just not going to sit there in front of the crowd and be like, "Hold on, hold on." Yeah. Uh, I did read though that I don't know if he did it recently, but for a long time. Clarence Carter would bring his own sound equipment and be his own engineer and set up the sound like he wanted to do it. That is very, very rare people of his stature and even more so his genre. That's like a metal thing. Like, yeah. Oh, we got to bring the speakers or else there won't be any? Gotcha. Like, that's not usual in R&B and soul and especially like hip-hop. Never heard of a hip-hop guy having to bring his own fucking sound system. Although I told Kirk... Ryan Bag himself that he should start doing that because every fucking live concert he's ever done has been a small piece of shit sound system. It's like, man, I wish you would have told me on the last concert I would have brought speakers. I would have bumped this fucking place. Maybe someone could have heard your lyric. <laughs> anyway, this song's not big on my ratings, but I really like the beginning, but yeah, I never I think, think of it after it's done. It's pretty snoozy. I think that I agree with the beginning being interesting. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he had a heightened sense. Doesn't that sometimes happen where if you're, if you have like a really weak sense or you're lo- if you've lost a sense that, that it kind of picks up other in other ways. Maybe uh, maybe his his ears are really good. His Probably. eyes aren't good, but his ears are fantastic, which is Probably. why he wanted to get his own specific sound and what sounded right to him. I like that. I know better than you do. My ears work better. Imagine her watching him set all that up, though. All right, where's that cable? Where's that? Oh, there it is. Okay, put that one in. Everyone's on edge the whole time. Everyone's like, can I just do it for you, Clarence? That or can you get the sound together? Or he plugs things in and then carries it out all together. <laughs> just in a pile. It's just one thing. I never unplug anything. I just plug it into the wall and it's ready. See, I still like those. This, this is okay, but... I think for the most part, I'm it's still... Like, it's like 80% snooze. <laughs> yeah. 90% I, I, I mean, three or three songs in. Yep. And only ones. Only ones worth listening to, I think. Yeah. 
I agree with you. My love. Is th- this album is not very long. It's not very long. We only got 10 tracks. We're already getting ready to listen to track number four, which, hey, you're not going to get an argument out of me over a shorter episode. No. Yeah. Not at all. All right, let's go on. That definitely didn't happen. Well, because we recorded these out of order, so you're actually going to hear this after the Ramstein. But we, the last album that, or uh, episode that we actually recorded was the Pulp Fiction one. Yes, <laughs> and that was what, like two and a half hours two long. Something, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it'll be better than that. I don't know how movie the ones Ramstein always go that long. It's hard to it's hard to rein those in, but the conversations, like we said on that episode, have been way better, and, and I'm f- loving it. They're fun. It makes me want to do more movies now. <laughs> yes and no. I st- I think do you want to get? I think our albums are our strong suit. Even though I know that there are, they're also the thing that lets me not be able to really promote this and make any money. And off might of it get or... shut down eventually, as one episode's already been taken off of Spotify, and I can only imagine it's going to keep happening. <laughs> so listen while you can, everybody. <laughs> we'll see. We might have to shift gears in the future. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Let's carry on. This is song number four. Just one more day. Why are you talking differently? Because I was trying to talk like Clarence Carter. Like a <laughs> southern man from Alabama. Yeah. I just spit when I tried to uh, speak did, like a blind man. I listened to some interviews with him, and he's definitely got like this. You know how? He loves creating songs that he can fucking talk in the beginning, by the way. I want to bring it up while he's doing it. He's got many songs from what I've been able to tell, watching live videos as I've been for the past day and a half, where he's like... <laughs> yeah. The beginning of the song, he'd be like, sometimes, you see, you got a problem, but that problem may not be a problem unless you look toward the sun and you see <laughs> so many songs for anyone that. else I'd be like look at this fool but there's something about Clarence Carter <laughs> it's interesting that, it's but yeah Alabama dialect he's got this where he like it feels like the tongue is working like his thighs the <laughs> thighs it, yes the thighs. I his tongue work those thighs oh, for tongue sure that thighs. I don't know he does have that heightened sense maybe his nose couldn't handle it um I just don't like the taste. It's Alabama, baby. It's hot down here. I don't like the taste of my love or your love. <laughs> but he's got that, like, you know when people talk sometimes like preachers or it seems like Alabama people? It's like, this, like in the backsides of their mouth. It, it, Rick James had it, too, where it's like, yeah. So some people say, let's go down there. And you can hear a lot of clicks when they talk. He's got that fucking voice, but he's got, like, pearly fucking white teeth when he's doing the interview. And I think they're his real teeth. But yeah, you know, well, you know, like you see so. pearly whites on older guys, and you're like, well, you bought those. But then when you see real pearly whites on an older guy, and you're like, you brushed your teeth your whole life. Good for you. I I would argue he's a very dark looking man. Yes, he I is. I think that the contrast of his dark skin might also help make his teeth look whiter. It could. But this last interview I watched from 2019, they are clean. Like, and he's one of those dudes who. Like, you know, blind people, for some reason, hold their mouth, smile a lot. <laughs> he does that a lot, so you're just getting them all the time. And I'm like, no tartar, like, no, like, rot, no nothing. He goes Whereas, to like, the dentist, good for him. Yes, good for him, that's what I'm saying. Somebody like Johnny Depp should have taken lessons from Sir Clarence Carter. Fuck that guy. Why, I'm taking a stand. <laughs> Oh, that's your team, none of those fucking people, and that they're both awful to each other? That it's weird that people are like, oh my god, Johnny Depp, because he went to some, like, I don't know if it was, like, Cannes or something, and yeah, got, like, I a standing that. ovation, and yeah. it's like, why? They both abused each other. <laughs> yep. That's the same reason Bill Murray still gets praise. 
Even he, though he's known to be a fucking monster of yeah, a and like, and like choked his wife at one point and cheated on her all the time. And then when she brought up the che- choking thing, he was like, you're glad you're not fucking dead. Or you should be happy you're not dead or you're lucky you're not dead. Like, Okay, funny guys, fun. And he's in trouble right now because he was fucking acting inappropriate on that Aziz movie. And now that Aziz movie's projected to maybe not be finished now because Bill Murray had to be Bill Murray. Wow. <laughs> uh, Chevy Chase is also known as a, a funny guy and someone who is difficult. I guess he was nasty to Donald Glover yeah, when they worked on a community together. So, Is there a difference to you, though, between a guy who's just grumpy and an asshole and maybe thinks people are beneath him versus... Like Bill Murray, because he's in trouble now because he sat on a, a girl's lap and over-masked, like pretended to kiss her. And she didn't ask for any of that. And it was like, she felt very embarrassed by it and assaulted by it. So that's what he's in trouble for now. Do you consider that worse than like somebody just being an asshole? Someone who is like touchy-feely, you mean? I someone guess who's I- touchy-feely and doesn't understand their boundaries versus someone who's like, get me a fucking coffee. Um, I think that there is there's a facade with someone who you're supposed to like, I guess. Yeah. Someone like Bill Murray or Chevy Chase, where they're supposed to be someone who brings like light and happiness, but then they walk in and they're kind of a monster. I think that well, I think I don't think you meant to initially compare those two things, but I think that or like either or I, I'm saying I would rather, even though I think they would both be an asshole, I would rather hang out with Larry David than Bill Murray. Oh, absolutely. I feel like Bill Murray's going to, like, try and... Larry David is going to talk about all the things that are wrong. Bill Murray is going to make a right situation wrong and uncomfortable. That's it. That's it. That's what it is. And Larry David would be sitting there and be like... What the fuck is Bill doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. And, and I'd be sitting at Larry's table like, yeah, what the fuck is Bill doing? Sit the fuck down. Yeah. You're not on camera right now. <laughs> Go chuck your wife again. Oh, God. <laughs> the Great Ruiner. That's my title. No, I think that there is a sheen that is put on people who are talented. There is. And it's... I, I, but there's a fine line because there's, a such, there's such thing as repentance... And there is such thing as, you know, uh, being better and changing. So you can't necessarily punish someone forever for something that they did. Especially if they actively try and get better and stop doing the thing that they were doing. But you should also always be aware if someone has a history of something that you... It's hard to kind of not treat them like they're going to do something before they actually do it because you're just trying to like prepare yourself exactly it's like it's like when you're dealing with a drug addict you want to believe that they're not doing it but as soon as you get the first sign that they might be using again Mm -hmm. you're going to be like what the fuck are you doing are you using and they might not be and they're going to get offended you know but you're like i'm sorry your history tells me that that's what you're going to do yeah and i want to believe you but i've got to Got to not pull the sheet over my eyes again. Yeah. Leave Charlie Sheen out of this. I would love to leave Charlie Sheen out of everything. I'm glad that he went away. Aren't he you? He did just go away, didn't he? Yeah, it was great. But yeah, he just got enough money. You don't have to work ever again. Just go away. He did that thing where he went crazy and went over the top. Tiger and blood. was crazy about it. And then it was like, I... Then he was accused for... Uh, 
because he's HIV positive and he slept with someone and didn't tell them. Yeah. And then she got like really upset. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if there was an actual lawsuit, but he seems to, since that has happened, he's gone away. Just walk away. Thank goodness. <laughs> I, I, th- I think a, 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 a trash can on fire is fun to watch at first. Yeah, for five minutes. And then it's just a trash can on fire. Let's and go do something else. And then it's just a trash can on fire. <laughs> and, it, and then it stinks. It's a fucking ah, mess. Someone's got to clean it up. It's leaving a residue. <laughs> that trash can is no longer usable. <laughs> it has since uh, taken on to other surfaces that didn't deserve to be a part of it. <laughs> right? So it's so much more than just a trash can on fire. You got you to gotta put the trash can I out. I love this fucking analogy. <laughs> I think we've had some decent conversation on this Saturday afternoon, hey, even though both of us are tired and keep, would rather be we sleeping. We just got to keep patting ourselves on the back about this podcast. I think we're finally learning how to talk about movies. Someone's got to. <laughs> All right. We're going to do one more song, and I think it's a funny fucking song. It's the first of the like. This the, is what we're going to call silliness. this song. Yeah. And then we're going to go on break. This song is called Let's Start Doing. That's where it ends. Let's Start Doing. And I like the anything, baby. Just do something. Love the snare tone. Yeah, I'm on board for this sound. This is just kind of the general sound from that. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Now you're not expected to listen to the lyrics, but this is totally a song about two people who do have lovers already, but they're there to. You know, do, do what they're do. there to do. <laughs> he likes to, uh, he likes fucking. He does like fucking so much so that on one of the live videos, he's like, <laughs> I've been married five times and I've been divorced five times. <laughs> and then, it's fucking crazy. And then he, he goes to play a song that we're going to go out to break on. And uh, he's like, my first my first hit made me a million dollars. First wife took that. My second hit made me another million dollars. Second wife took that. Then he just keeps saying that. And he's like, and my fifth hit made me two million dollars. But I got all that. Because <laughs> he's already divorced by that. <laughs> so you're just like, a guy who's been divorced that many times, like, you're the problem, right? He actually even makes a joke. He's like, what's wrong with all them women? Surely can't be me. <laughs> I swear to God. I think about that when I see, I can't say who it is because this person, I listened to this podcast at one point and uh, would, would tell people things that I would say about them in the beginning. Um, but I, someone who I'm related to I, uh, is on their third divorce. And then I see people liking their uh, like provocative uh profile pictures and oh. it's pe- there are some people who I know oh. um, and I'm just like no <laughs> because it's another thing it's like is it because she's uh, I said she but god damn it she's she, she oh we all knew she wants this attention when you say posted provocative pictures I, we all knew uh, it was a girl true. I didn't even think about that <laughs> but uh, yeah and then I just because you just want to be like 
stay away from her. She's on her third divorce. <laughs> like, there's a common denominator here. She's my age, and she's on her third divorce. Jeez. It's crazy. I mean, I'm sure there's some people in this world that just got unlucky three fucking times. But most of the time, it takes two to fucking tango. I think that it, people are sometimes attracted to destruction. Uh-huh. But it's up to you to figure that out, especially, you know, at least after the first divorce, there should be a little bit of looking inward, I would think. I think so. Definitely by the second. Oh, I haven't been divorced yet. (laughs) I like that yet in there. I've I've said for years, eventually you'll just be like, Sam, I'm gone. (laughs) It's not going to be me. It's going to be you. It's gonna be me. <laughs> All right, now I mentioned a song that uh, every, everyone fucking knows, and it's the song he was referencing when he made two million dollars. Because it's the only song that I knew by this man for a long time, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna go out to break. When I stop making, oh, you're gonna start from the beginning. Good on a <laughs> goddamn classic. I'm making love. I don't, I don't just make love. love. I be, be stroking. stroking. Yeah, that's what I be doing. I be stroking. <laughs> Woo! So funny that this man creates patches and other soulful love songs. And then he also made this. All right, you ready? This song makes me think of when we went to karaoke back in the day. There was a super drunk guy who would uh, do this. And I remember it was always hilarious to me. We'll be back. We will. Hey, we're going to try a little something for you today. We're going to try a new song, a little based game where we're going to guess that grunge song based off of the very first second of the song. We're going to play first to three wins. Sure. Unless it's really bad and we're like, first to one wins. (laughs) Uh, I don't think it's going to be that bad, but we'll see how this goes. Uh Best, whoever gets to number three first wins. I forgot that Sam is not great with song titles, so I'm sorry, but I figured doing something music-based would be better for the podcast, so good luck, Sam. And I apologize to none of you. (laughs) All right, here we go. Play it until one second, then stop. Um, it's, uh... Freedom! Do, 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 do. Is it called Freedom by Red Hot Chili Peppers? People? No. I. This is how I'm unsure. So we have to have the song title. I would think. Then I lost. Because, <laughs> so you got the band right. Yeah. And you actually got, you technically got the song right, but you don't have the song title correct. That's the, the rule of the so, song title. So I feel bad for you. This is Higher Ground. Ah. I could. All right. Whatever. I'm fine with that. So we didn't tell you Michelle made a. uh, No, she didn't make it, but it's like a grunge radio. I just. Neither of us know what's about to happen. Yeah, I don't know what's next. So push play when it hits one second. Stop. All right. Here we go. What the fuck? That was a crowd. That's so... What? That's not the song. Let's move. Let's uh, do this again. 
I think we should give you another try because this is like some live Stone Temple Pilots fucking track that you just got screwed on. Okay. So we are giving you another chance. Okay, that's fine. If it's a live something, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. You we got should screwed. skip it. Here we go. Oh, come on. <laughs> I fucking know the title of this one. Jesus Christ. Well, you are looking at it. Well, it's definitely Primus. Yep. And I am pretty sure it's John the Fisherman. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> one point for Michelle. <laughs> Big shocker there. Big uh, two in the pink, one in the stink. Or maybe in this case, two in the stink, one in the pink. Give me a song and I'll know the baseline and not the title. <laughs> All right. I'm going to turn this up just a smidgen. Here we go. Uh, well, it's definitely Black Sabbath. It's mm. funny that this is grunge, but it's moved into Black Sabbath. <laughs> um, it's a radio station, so I don't know what... It's still one second of a song. <laughs> I fucking know everything with a goddamn. The world today is such a working place. I don't know the fucking song title. This is killing you because you have gotten. <laughs> you've technically gotten them right both times. I could like but... do the whole song for you right now with my mouth. Every note of the guitar solo. This is. Uh, a... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck! I don't know. I know it's on the first Black Sabbath album. It's not. Oh. Well, it's from Paranoid. Paranoid. This is a, a dashed song. Or a, 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 a slashed song, whatever. This is Jack the Stripper in Fairies God. Wear Boots. Fairies Wear Boots! Fuck! It's gonna screw me. <laughs> <laughs> you poor, poor thing. Okay. It's a good thing I truly don't care. <laughs> Neither one of us ever care about any of this. Uh, all right. We're moving on. Here you it's go. It's just content, baby. It's going to be a Kanye West song. The way this well, is that's going to screw me. <laughs> <laughs> this is not grunge in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> it was based off a grunge song. This is Tribute by Tenacious D. You got it. How is this? This is... I'm sorry, Sam. It's stacked. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, here's here here we go. Are you ready? Go. <laughs> well, I know it's Allison James. Oh God. <laughs> Wood? Question mark. I don't know names of songs. <laughs> Doesn't crack. It is grind by Allison James. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> uh. Words are the least important thing in music. <laughs> All right, you ready to win? Sure. <laughs> when he gives you a Mariah Carey song. <laughs> Here we go. One second. so hard just to, two drumsticks clicking um i have i have absolutely no fucking oh, idea you're not gonna get it i'm not gonna give you i yeah it's i lost honey bucket by melvin's i wouldn't have gotten that yeah anymore. as soon as i saw melvin's i was like yeah one for me i also would not have known what song it was and i wouldn't have known the title <laughs> all right here we go one second sam that's what they call me 
You keep scratching your ass crack, though. No. I don't know if you're going to hear it. Butt cheek right there. Okay. Um, it's Weezer. Um, Somebody's high. You're going to get there. I, I believe in you. My eyes are... This way every day. Say it ain't so <laughs> yes! by fucking Weezer. Yes, yes. One point for me. <laughs> now that's uh, you have one, I have two. <laughs> Who's getting to three first? <laughs> oh, how the tides have turned. Barely. Let's look, let's get this moving. Here you go. Oh yeah. Did you just win? Uh-huh. Did you know I the did. song title? I, of course I do. All right. What is it? Oh, that's Jealous Again by the Black Crows. Correct. <laughs> ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. Just do the next one just for fun. Okay. We'll see if you get this Just to one. see if I would have gotten it. All right. But remember, I knew every fucking song. You have known every song. <laughs> You've just not known the title. When I feel bad for you, especially one being a Black Sabbath song. Whatever. <laughs> you didn't get it. All right. Oh, that's another live fucking version. Oh, go Bullshit. Next. Go next. No, you're not going to know this one. Drive by Incubus. Yes! Yes! <laughs> you see if you can get a third one? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> right. let's do it. <laughs> we'll just keep wasting everyone's time. Here we go. What's next? Um, This is... You're going to get it. I believe in you. Some sound garden. I don't know the name. <laughs> the day I tried to live. You... Oh, I would have never, ever gotten that. Oh, really? No no, 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 no. All right. Well... At least the other ones, I was like, fuck, yeah, of course I knew that, but nah. But I knew it was Soundgarden. All right. Well, I don't know if we'll do that again, but I think it was more fun than not. I thought not. it was fun. <laughs> I, I, so uh, it'll probably be back. Maybe we'll do another genre next time. But that was uh, Guess That Song in One Second. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Who about cares? That? All right. Back to the podcast. Bye. Now, when I start making love to my woman, I don't stop until I know she's satisfied. And I can always tell <laughs> she gets satisfied. <laughs> because when she gets satisfied, that, that Alabama. she start calling my name. She said... Clance Carter, Clance Carter, Clance Carter. Oh shit, Clance Carter. Hey, we back. We're still stroking. (laughs) Usually we come back with a different song, but fuck that shit. This song rolls. Oh, oh, this is the fun part of the song. She said, Stroke it, Clance Carter, but don't stroke so fast. If my stuff ain't tight enough, you can stick it up my. If my stuff's not tight enough, you can stick it up my ass. That dirty old man. People are not writing songs (laughs) like that. Especially in 80. At that time. (coughs) Fucking wild. And it was a hit. Oh, shit. It was a huge hit. That was like the song that made him the most money. I want to know what people think of Stroking. Most people probably think it's hilarious. That's what they be doing. Or even know it currently. I looked up Clarence Carter 
on YouTube, and I know one of them was a very gay-looking cowboy with a lot of abs uh, dancing to stroking. So maybe it's oh. maybe it's a uh, oh, like a gay club. Maybe hit. maybe that probably makes sense. I could see it. I'll be stroking because that, that I know a dude's that, ass. Well, because there was a. I know the song like "Doing the Butt," according to Bobby, sexy, was sexy. was really big. Really, and uh, oh, you're doing the butt. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to Couple I, of Critics Podcast. I also know that one song. I'm getting fucked in the ass was a real big hit in the clubs. Right? You remember that song? With a little something like this. I'm getting fucked in the ass, fucked in the ass, fucked in the ass. I'm getting fucked. Okay, I've been watching a lot of low singing videos lately. And I tried to go low there, and I just fucking couldn't do it. I wish it sounded more like the song Fuck the Pain Away by Peaches. <laughs> Sucking on my titties like, like you wanted me. me. <laughs> Calling me all the time. <laughs> huh? What? Have you heard of this fucking guy? What's his goddamn name? I just looked him up recently. His name is... Ken Turner. This man has one of the lowest fucking voices I've ever... Ken Turner sounds Ken like he's an, a contestant Turner. on Jeopardy. This is Ken Turner's voice. The Lord will be my guide. Oh, so you're listening to religious tunes. Just watching. Oh my God. Yeah. Why does it... Jesus... Lord fucking Christ, why is he making that face? He always makes goofy faces. Oh, come on. We know you can sing low. Just like people with Mariah Carey are like, we know you got to do that whistle tone. Yeah. But if I could do either fucking one of those. Oh, yeah. That's all I would do. All the time. <laughs> I'd make a career out of it just like they did. Oh, man. That's, that is fantastic. To be able to do something like that. <laughs> not, you're not singing, but that's still impressive to me. I can't do I think it's based out of that, though. I think it... It just tickles my throat. I think I... it's close to uh, Hungarian throat singing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you all right? You need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I just gagged. <laughs> I dry heaved myself Jeez. for sure. All right, let's get back into this album, baby. Loneliness and Temptation. We're still listening. Yeah. It's still Clarence Carter time. For shiz. We had a dog named Clarence. We sure did. She's gone. Now we're left with Clem. But anyway, we're definitely left. <laughs> let's move on to track number six. Let's live for ourselves. What do you say? I okay. This is the second half of the album, and yes, I is. think that this song is what. Yeah. And just live for us. When I first heard this, I was like, Michelle's gonna fucking like this one. This is a Michelle song. You can. I know you enough that I'd be like, fuck yeah, this is a Michelle song. And it got me excited because I was like, oh, this album's not a dud. Because like the song before made me laugh, but I wasn't never necessarily like, yeah. that's a good song. 
This song is where you're like, oh, that's where Clarence Carter's got it. I enjoy this song. Yeah. I enjoy this song outside of this album. Not that I've ever heard it before, but I'm saying this is a song that could carry on and I can hear it be like, fuck yeah, I like that song. This is a song where Michelle jams. started singing on the break. I did, <laughs> I did actually. Because I think that there's a different energy in the second half of the album. Yep. And, and this sound is good. Mm-hmm. His voice sounds good. He sounds more comfortable when he gets to be like groovy and funky. You know, not he can do ballads, but and it may just be my own bias, but this is where it's at. And he's hit some notes in this song too. Oh, I never noticed that. Oh, really? We're like, I'm not afraid. Like that's not oh, easy yeah. to do. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Belting. Yeah, but it just it sounds nice when he does it. A good belter do it good. Like, it, it sounds good. A bad belter ends up doing metal. Because <laughs> it's the same dynamics. <laughs> I was more thinking in a whip style. A bad belter whips. Anyway, Clarence Carter. <laughs> I didn't even get it. <laughs> Someone who whips with a belt? Oh, okay. They're a belter. A bad belter. They miss a lot. Someone who's a good belter can sing real good. I've got a bad belter because it's falling apart. My belt is. <laughs> you know that my least favorite belt? The Bible belt. <laughs> you know my favorite belt? The Bible belt? Nope. Orion's belt. The cat from Men in Black who's got the uh, The little collar. necklace yeah. of an entire galaxy around his neck. <laughs> oh shit! I guess I'm the next song is playing. What song is this? Sim? This song's called "I Got Caught Making Love." <laughs> this song is also okay. I think isn't the beginning of this funny? Yeah, he talks. Yeah, this song is funny to me. I listened to this while I was cleaning the I'm van gonna earlier. Rap to you a little bit. I'm gonna rap to you a little bit. We're gonna rewind that so people can hear that. <laughs> I'm gonna rap to you a little bit. <laughs> it's made me laugh every time. Here we go. I'm gonna rap to you a little bit. About <laughs> he's so like choked about it too. He's like, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna rap, rap me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that fucking Alabama talk, like I was saying. Like for some reason they have this like now, dialect that I can't nail. It's not southern. It's not like it is southern. It's southern, southern, but it's not like oh shicky dang darn, you know. It's interesting how the Georgia. so many places are not. You can't just say the South because there are different dialects in the South. It's you have the Raging Cajuns. His the, South the, is Foghorn Leghorn South. Oh, say that, boy. Hey, there. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Loneliness and temptation. Loneliness and temptation leads to infidelities, my love. I guess so. Not in my life, but... No, not in my life. (laughs) First of all, I'm not lonely, and I have no temptation. I'm not really tempted (laughs) to do anything. (laughs) I feel like that part of my life is in the past. Oh! I went over (laughs) to see my friend. Yesterday, it was his friend. His old lady told me yeah, of course. He was gone away. So we can fuck in the bed. I'm just saying, it's not just someone. Oh, no. It's his friend. Is that how it 90% goes? 
and she wanted me. I mean, everybody I know that fucked someone. I got caught, caught making love to another man's wife. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> and I'm so upset because I wanted to look at the lyrics for this, and they're not the right fucking lyrics. It's the only song on this album that has the lyrics attached to it on the YouTube music, and they're not the fucking lyrics. That's dumb. Yeah. I was like, he never says, baby, you love. Makes me feel so good. It's got me doing things, baby. I never dreamed I would. No, it went to his friend's house. Here's my theory. There's another song called I Got Caught Making Love from another artist, and it just got shoved in on here. I've had that happen with other songs before where I'm like, the album doesn't necessarily... It, most of the time, the album's so underground that it doesn't have lyrics attached to it, except for one song that is named of another song. And it's like, oh, no. This isn't about that. Yes, I did. Yes, I did, y'all. And I don't feel bad about it. Not one bit. In yeah, fact, that's true. In He's fact, not. I wrote this song about it. <laughs> He's only upset because he got in trouble. Isn't that everyone that gets in trouble eventually? You're only upset because you're yeah. not caught. It feels good when you do it and you got away with something. Ooh, you're being bad. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little rat bastard. <laughs> rat, rat bastard is a fun phrase. I was gonna say I'm a little stinker, but you went, I'm a little rat bastard. <laughs> rat bastard. <laughs> I'm a little rat bastard. I'm a little rat bastard. <laughs> oh, that sounds like someone I know. It does, except audible. <laughs> That's the main reason why it hasn't been done since. It's not. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. I've come up with ways we could do it. Not that there's. Not that this isn't a real person. Everyone knows that baby is me. Everyone knows that I'm just crazy. Uh, the album cover of this, by the way, isn't Clarence Carter's pants and shoes fucking fantastic? And his shirt. He's snazzy as hell. They don't match. He is snazzy. But he is no blind, match. so. <laughs> I've always wondered that. How do people, like Stevie Wonder, he can see masses and stuff like that, but like, can he see? Yeah, he can see ass masses. <laughs> can he see like what the clothes kind of might look like? Like, how do you get your own style as a blind person? Someone just buys you what looks good. But then that's what they, that's their style. It's what's in, baby. I guess so. But like, if you look at pictures of Clarence Carter. You find Carter, the sexiest looking mannequin, and you buy me what that mannequin's wearing. <laughs> you buy me what that mannequin's wearing. Mm-hmm. You look up Clarence Carter, like, live. He's always wearing this, like, green, yeah, this. That's his green jacket he likes style. A, a blazer. Who did that? And a shirt. Maybe he's like with a tie. Maybe he's got forty percent, forty percent vision to make bad choices. <laughs> it. And he looked way better. Look on, good. He looks way better on the album cover of oh, the Loneliness yeah. and Temptation than I like he does as shoes. a eighty-something-year-old man. Yeah, those ass kickers look pretty nice. <laughs> ass kickers. Is that what we're calling them? They're like high-heeled in the back. They're like platformed in the back. Mm-hmm. That's a... Uh, well, that's... He got that from that other man's wife. 
those shoes and or, those pants. It wasn't women who started wearing high heels and stockings and all that stuff. Yeah, but it was women doing that in the 70s. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying that's right all. Here. Those styles were all created by men wearing powder on their faces, <laughs> wearing wigs. So that can... was all men. Bunch of queers. Anyway. <laughs> you don't Bunch talk about my family Bunch fathers like that. I don't like that. They wrote the Constitution, and I love the Constitution. It's my second favorite book. My new theory, Michelle. This album cover is I call actually the Constitution a book. Continue. You did call the Constitution a book. I mean, second to the Bible, of course, (laughs) only to the Bible. He figured out this album cover is actually what happened after he got caught making love to another man's wife. He had to run out and all I could grab was her shoes and her shirt. Those are his pants. And now this is him just like pondering out on the front steps of the community building because he can't go home now because, you know, Jerry called his wife and said, I just caught fucking Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter. Oh, shit, Clarence Carter over here. Fucking my wife. Now he's out and about. He's out and about, and he's down a person who helped him pick out his clothes, so that's why he looks all mixed up, baby. He's all mixed up. Is it all right? That was my clothes coordinator. (laughs) That was my shitty segue. It's all right. Is it all right? (laughs) It is all right. We're on track eight here. So this kind of brings it down a little bit, but this is fine. Because it's not too far. This is not a ballad, but it's it's a lower groove. It's a slower song, but it's not a ballad yet. It doesn't hit as near as good as Let's Live For Ourselves or I Got Caught Making Love. No, but it's it's not as snoozy as no. the first half of the album. Agreed. And it's like, all right, all right. Like, it sounds nice. It's very, it's pleasing. He's like asking for consent in this song. Well, he got he got his ass kicked after the last little fiasco. He got uh, caught fucking someone. He probably got his ass beat, and now he's like, "I gotta, I gotta I be a better home? man." Gonna come home? Is it all right? Oh my god! <laughs> all right. There's a smoothness to this that I enjoy. Definitely some smoothness. I, I get the vibe that Clarence Carter was one of those people that was like responsible for a lot of the sound that you like, but he was just so behind the scenes on some of the stuff, like with Otis Redding, that like doesn't really get his due. Because I was watching an interview and he was like, he wrote I mean, all the songs. He's like, you're one of the guys who started it all. He's like, you don't blah blah. blah. And he's just like, <laughs> I was going to be a teacher, but then they wanted me to on the weekends to hang out, and I said I thought being a teacher was you, you teach in the country, but you play in the city. I was going to play music on the weekends. I can't do that. Now he, he was going to be a teacher. He Now he teaches people country stuff in the city. Now like he, right now. Now I don't know what he does. I'm assuming the day this comes out is the day Clarence Carter dies. We it, do have a weird way of lining up with things in life. And it's viable. The man's old enough. Oh, let's not die this year, Clarence Carter. Let's make it to 88 at or least. Or if we do, let's do it on the day that this is released. If you die in a few weeks. <laughs> it's all right if you die in the next few weeks. I'm going to feel real bad if he does die. I w- maybe he'll probably live to be old. He'll die someday. He is old. He's 87. I'm saying real old. Like, I bet he'll, he'll watch him live to be like 98. How much do you want to bet that when I look at my phone, it'll say that Clarence Carter is dead? 
I'm gonna get an alert on my phone because I've been looking at Clarence Carter info. <laughs> Stroking <Whoa>. legend has <laughs> bit the dust. <laughs> Let me look at. Let's see. Well, not that. What? What's what's being looked up? Just news. What's, oh. what's the most recent news? <laughs> I don't know. Donald Trump did something, and he's gonna get not arrested again. No, it says Blues great Clarence Carter achieved independence and stardom stroke by stroke. <laughs> I probably a, read this article. It was a story like? by the Chicago Crusader that was from last year. Yeah, yeah. This is where he's talking about his computer. Look, you go down here and he's on his computer. <laughs> he's a big guy. Yeah. Tall. And he's looking all right. He looks in 20, all Because that's 2022. That's all not that right. long ago. No, he looks good. I'm hoping. I'm serious. I will travel to see Clarence Carter just to have it under the belt. There are a lot of people named Clarence Carter. You're right. Clarence Carter granted parole after killing Springfield family 37 years ago. Yeah, he killed five people. <laughs> I looked into this guy. <laughs> He's set to be released. Yeah. Free hat McCullough. There's a Clarence Carter obituary for a white guy who was... Not stroking. Are we sure he didn't have a stroke and that's what did it? Oh, I'm saying sexy stroke. Yeah, he's got that sexy stroke. Look at him. He looks he's like he's got that sexy stroke. That Look at that fucking picture. Clance Carter, Clance Carter, Clance Carter, Clance Carter. Oh, shit. Clance Carter. <laughs> Let's move on. We got two more songs. Track number nine. There's a song that made me laugh. Just by the title? Yeah, good, good chuckle. No, no, the whole song. <laughs> yeah, this is a goofy song for sure. And I think we got another talker. We do because it's a uh, it's an advice column sort of situation. Have you, you haven't said the uh, title of the song yet, I don't think. Thought I did. Did you? Maybe, but I'll say it again. This song is called Dear Abby. Bye. Clarence Carter. Dear Abby, I'm writing this letter in regards to my girl who reads your column all the time. Let me rap about something. <laughs> reads your column all the time. That by printing this letter, this letter, maybe it might change her mind. Maybe it might change her mind. It's such an interesting You accent. see, Abby? Here we go. She saw me oh, wait, talking no. to her. I thought this was going to kick in. I did too. I got blue balls. I did too because I like this part. I, <laughs> I did too. <laughs> Is this it? She won't see me. I don't think so. Yeah, we got one more. The music stanza. is building. <laughs> one more stanza. To the uh, chorus, I believe, is what we're waiting for. One, two, three, four. Mm. Your column yes. has touched many hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Help me save this romance from falling apart. Abby. Oh, yeah. It's so good, but it's not good. <laughs> right? Right? It sounds like he's like wailing, but it's I'm fine with it. Abby. Well, no, I think that his performance is good. I think the song is ridiculous. Oh. I think there's like a goofiness in that. <laughs> Your column has, has touched, touched many hearts. 
she's the only girl I really. There's really know. no Dear Abby's anymore, though, right? Like that was a newspaper. No, thing. she died a, a little bit ago. Oh, there was only one. I thought Dear Abby like. I thought Dear Abby was all one person. I thought it started as one person, and then like other newspaper columns started doing that and just calling it their Dear Abby column. I don't know. You would probably know better than I do. I thought it was a lady. I don't want to pick up. Oh, let's see. It's definitely a lady. Top stories. Dear oh, Bill Paxton's on the ground. Dear Abby, well, he's underground. Um, <laughs> is it morbid to take selfies with the deceased in their casket at a funeral? I think that it. I think that if you keep it to yourself, it's fine. Um, if you post it on Facebook, it's fucking gross. What? I wasn't listening. Really. I was listening to Clarence Carter. Dear Abby, is it morbid to take selfies with the deceased in their casket at a funeral? Please help me, Abby. Dear Abby is an American advice column founded in 1956 by Pauline Phillips under the pen name Abigail Van Buren and carried on today by her daughter, who now owns the legal rights to her pen name. So it was one lady, and then now her daughter has taken over. So I. Dear Abby. Yo, Column. Touch many hearts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun. I'm glad you and I can find fun in these ridiculous. We've things. been together so long that, like, I can tell when we listen to something. Like, we're gonna talk about this. Oh, this part's gonna be brought up. <laughs> and that was one of them. <laughs> the song in general was one. Well, of them. it was silly, but I brought that up this morning also. Well, What's because I said you need to get your listens in, and you said, "How do you know I didn't?" And I think I said. I said, dear Abby, to you. <laughs> oh, I went. You think I don't know about getting caught in love, getting caught making love to another man's wife? <laughs> uh, what's dear Abby on now? Is it like a website or is it on a newspaper website? Is it Facebook? New York Post. Okay. Dear Abby, my grandson's school exposed him to something completely inappropriate for his age. <sighs> what? A penis? No, it says here that he's uh, gluten-free, no flour, no chocolate, and it looks like, jeez. Yeah? I don't know, it says, a grandson asks, what are drugs and what is alcohol? <laughs> okay. So this is a kid heard about real life? I guess so. They wanted to keep this. Dear Abby, I can't take it anymore. I couldn't shelter my child as much as I want to, and someone exposed my kid to the real world. Dear I, Abby, mean, I understand if, like, two people, you know. Uh, gave him drugs? Gave him <laughs> drugs or did something inappropriate to or in front of him, but to just the to notion. Bring up the existence of alcohol and drugs? And then him just being like, what is it? Grandma. Dear Abby, I now have to explain to my grandchild the things that he sees me do. The drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Did you pick up on that? I did. Okay, we got one more song. and uh, Abby. The, the title's a goddamn doozy. Take it all off, Sam. Take it all off, We're baby. about to get naked. Naked. The premise of this song is... The album's done. Is oh. chauvinistic and hilarious. Well, I'm used to chauvinistic. And hilarious. Yeah, Patrice O'Neill. I listen to him all the time. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, oh, I've got... Yeah, the whole premise is like him telling the girl that he's potentially thinking about marrying to 
show him certain parts of her, like take your makeup off and take your wig off. I gotta make sure you look good without all this shit before I, I sign wanna, the deal. I think it's also, I just wanna see who you really are. I think, it, I saw a reel earlier. And it was a lady who got roasted at, I think it was like a, it was a liquor store or something. And her makeup was all done up, her hair and everything, and her license picture. And then she was like, and this is what I look like today. Because I guess the guy at the counter was just like, you look much less than this. They sounded foreign based on those words being used. And her hair's like gray. It's fucking like all over the place. No makeup. Just looks... Normal? Like a person? Yeah, but on... I mean, she looks like she's having a rough time in her life, too. So I think that it's just wild what what makeup and hair and all that stuff, how much it can change a person's appearance. It's deceptive. Even I see those videos online where it's like someone wipes off the makeup of what they did, and you're like, you're a completely different mm-hmm. person than what was just a, a, a minute ago. Mm-hmm. It turns out most people could probably be a model. As long as they have got the correct makeup. Especially because some of these are learned, like, Jesus Christ, is that your face? And they've learned <laughs> contouring and all that yeah. stuff so they can make things look shadowy, like they're not as big as they are. Like some it's of, weird. Like some of you are like, you're like haggish looking underneath all that. Mm-hmm. And like before you were like supermodel quality. What the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. And it's all about the money and the skills. So I actually like the idea of this song. I think... I think it's uh, it's nice. It's I think he's correct. It's just the way it comes off to me is he's like, this bitch. Like she needs to prove off. herself to him. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I don't think it's that. I think it's I I, I guess I see it from another perspective of just I like your perspective. Show me who you really yeah, are because I like that I'm thinking about spending my life with you, and even I, though he's not spending his life with any woman. Woman at this point, <laughs> it's all come and go. Even come in that, and go in, in that video. Come and get out of here, bitch. Yeah. In the video when he's talking about his five wives, he's like, that's when I made my first horrible mistake. I'm saying, take your drawers off. Take it off. Don't. I don't want something else to play because these songs are not very long. Now, normally, though, if you live with someone and you're thinking about getting married, don't you just naturally see all that stuff? Not always. There are some... I've heard of this, and I think it's crazy and controlling. There are some women who they stay up later and they get up earlier you know like what they were talking about in that cake song short skirt long jacket i want a girl who gets up early i want a girl who stays up late there are people who will like i don't want you to see me without all my stuff on yes or they'll they'll sleep in makeup and they'll do shit like that it it, it happens and their skin their skin never breathes it's fucking not good it's not and good. You know me. I'm a man who usually, I like uh, all natural. I'm not a big into makeup. I don't like all that extra fucking bullshit. I wear a little makeup sometimes. I do it for this but, podcast. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you're like, why why did you put that much shit on your face? You're uncomfortable. You put as much makeup on your face as a black metal guy puts on his face. Except his is just white and black. Yours is skin toned. Especially when you get older and your pores uh, and get then you big see and then you see the pores with them. all the cake. You're not covering them. Yeah. I see them. It's nasty. Uh, just show your faces. Just show your spots. Just show your freckles. Be ugly with me. Yes, <laughs> that way we can all be judged. What did I yell at Adam the other the day? The same. 
I want to yell out the other day. You don't understand ugly people life. Shut up. <laughs> no, but have you told him that I thought for sure that I was behind him in a vehicle, but it was an old lady? <laughs> no, but I'm going to. I didn't remember this story. Because he has, uh, he has white, white hair. White hair? Stark white. Yeah. All right. Well, we are at the point of the podcast where we are finished listening to the album. And it's, uh, it's about time to go over some So this morning, I went into a store, and for some reason they were playing that song from Donnie Darko. It was really depressing, and it was like 9.30 in the morning. No one should play that in public places. Public places. It's time to ask some questions. Yeah, I got a question. Why are you at the liquor store at 9.30 in the morning? Well, I said a store. Because I went to Schmidt Bakery. And I thought last night about going to the liquor store and picking up some tasty drinks. And I was like, nah, I don't need to fudge. I don't need to futz with it tonight. And uh, I was out and I was like, oh, the doors are open. I may as well just walk in and grab some drinks. So I have some things in the She's fridge. She's been drunk since 9.30 a.m. I have done absolutely not that <laughs> at all. That's not even how I am. I like how you like to treat me like i'm the alcoholic <laughs> and i'm the one who drinks responsibly yeah i get it i'm the one who can just have drinks in the fridge for a while <laughs> and i mean even if even if i buy juice or gatorade or something you're you're you are hyper focused when you are here on those beverages and that's what's here <laughs> there's also water Water's fucking water i need some flavor yeah but you also need some water i do drink water Sometimes. But most importantly, I drink Gatorade and juice. <laughs> so I'm just saying it's not even because you go hard on things and I can just kind of leisurely have things. Yeah, but that as juice would sit there and go bad. Well, I found that it, it, out that it's like 5% actual juice and I was very sad about that. So, so just because of what it said, you're not drinking it now? It's fucking delicious. It is. No, I'm just saying I don't think it's going to spoil as fast because it's not real. Hmm. But that's usually why things get eaten and stuff, because it's going to fucking go to waste. So I come and clean it up. You're just hyper-indulgent, and I am just like... Wasteful, yes. Meh. <laughs> I can be wasteful, but I can also just kind of... I don't have to... I don't have to absorb it into all of me. I can just... I don't know what that means. Have some. I wanted a drink. I go to the fridge. There's Gatorades. I drink a fucking Gatorade. I think that you always go for the, the same... The ma Oh, something new. I got to destroy it. I got to have it all now. And I'm just like, maybe I want to have some now. Maybe I want to have some in a day or two. But a day or two is fine. But then I go in a couple Three days. Three weeks is a different thing. <laughs> the juice needs about. to be drank. The juice is loose. The juice is almost gone. And I haven't had any in a while. It's all I you. know because I have to drink it all so it doesn't go bad. Because I mostly drink water because I'm trying to make better choices. <laughs> That's not true. I drink a lot of uh, shit Ow. as well. Sam, why yeah. did you choose this album? I don't have a good reason. I was kind of in a bind at the time. I was listening to Clarence Carter stroking and make, it was we funny both to me. fucked up. That episode, or that day. That day? Because that's when the Jeffries were here, and neither one of us remembered that we had to choose things. Oh, I figured it out, but it was in the break when we went to go eat at Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Yum. <laughs> and then I panicked and gave you Pulp Fiction, but I'm glad I did. Yeah, worked out. And mine worked out better than I thought it was going to. I think, or, yeah. 
I thought it was going to work out. Then I was scared for a bit, but then it worked out. Because you only listened to like the first song and you were like, oh, God. <laughs> and I would have not been, I wasn't into it early on in the album either. It yeah. took the whole listens and multiple listens. Um, what do you think I thought when you gave it to me? That you hope there's at least stroking her patches on here. I like when you, uh, I'll say my judgment prior to listening to it. I thought it was weird that you gave me an album that didn't have a song that we already knew, but I was looking forward to it because you don't give me things like this no. ever. Nope. And I feel like you're afraid at this point to give me metal. Yeah, I'm not afraid. And it's just boring. I don't know that you... Okay, so it's not just because of me. You just don't want to give me the same genre. I just don't want to talk about the same fucking thing again. Just be like, blast beats, blah, blah, blah. I don't want you to not feel like you can give me metal. I just don't want metal back to back to back no. to back to back. And, and I know you like other things. You're open to other things sometimes. I am, but the things that I always listen to are generally like the same 10 fucking metal albums I've been listening to for 20 years. Which is why we do this podcast. <laughs> because I put stuff on all the time so, that I don't play around to you when so, you're not here. So like when it comes to metal now, like if there was soul and funk, like with this... This gets a lot more leeway to give you. Where if this was like, like I kind of fucked up with blind, what was it called? Blind illusion. Illusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that was a dud. We were, but I fucked up there. Like I would normally never give you anything like that. That's in the metal world that might not be something that I know or something I'm already obsessed over because yeah. it's just not. It can be a real hit and miss genre. It can be, yeah, and that we've already had those conversations. Like. Yeah. It's just gonna. It's just gonna be about this person's blast beats. You know what I mean? So there will be death metal eventually again stuff, but it's they'll always be like the top tier in my brain. I'm never giving you like unless it's on accident, like Blind Illusion. I'm never giving you like Sam's 26th favorite metal band. It's always gonna be like here's the album from like my favorite album from like Morbid Angel. Here's my favorite album from like Cannibal Corpse. It's mm-hmm. gonna be that. Whereas Clarence Carter, Lonely's <laughs> in Temptation, gets like, I know we've never heard it, but it's not metal, so it's going to get a chance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know how many listens you got in today? Today? <clears throat> Wouldn't you oh, get most of your listens in today? today? Baby. I had more listens in than I was letting you in on. I had listened to it fully about well, like a week ago, maybe even longer, because I like checked it out after I gave it to you for the podcast, and I forgot I was supposed to, and then I got caught up as this week went on, and then... I mostly watched videos today. I had already had my listens pretty much in. I just had to like finish the album today. How many listens total? We'll go three and a half to four. I got three. I, I kept starting the hat last half of the album. I when I would go three. to bed, oh. I'd start like song four. So I know the second half of the album way better too. Not only is it better, but I know it better. So do you know what your least favorite song is? Fuck yeah, I know what my least favorite song is. All right, what is it, Sam? Love Ain't Here No More. It's song just, one. Long yeah. It's a really weak start to an album. It makes you think it's going to not... But I didn't it's the song that scared me that I fucked up. It almost has like a country balladness to it. I could sing that as an Alabama man. Oh, speaking of Alabama, that's not really... I don't know why that registered in my brain. Clarence Carter had a certain uh, guitarist that was unknown at the time work on one of his albums, and that man's name is Dwayne Allman. It's before he was big, before the Allman Brothers took off. So I thought that was interesting, because Dwayne's fucking dead now. Well, my least favorite song isn't that, because even okay. though I think that song is a dud, I like when he does that vocal thing, like, duh, okay. sort of thing. Yeah. 
Uh, for me, I don't remember anything about this song at all. So I'm going to say, glad to see you walking in. <laughs> okay. I don't remember a smidgen of this song. So it has to be my least favorite. It's, it's the one that has the fun beginning. And then it so goes super yeah, snooze town. Yeah, maybe it just lets me down. So I'll just say... But there's something nice about all the songs, I think. I think his style is still nice. He's got like a preacher style that kind of like rolls you in. Just like Otis Redding and those guys had like that preachery, Otis big, bomb. boastful voice. I think you're more... It's more like this stuff that you're just kind of like... Yeah, and those... Uh, big violin swoops? Yeah, the... the orchestral swoops? don't like it string swoops the strings that's what i was looking for most favorite song sam okay this one was a little hard because sometimes like the subject matter i can be like ah this one's funnier so i'm going with this uh-huh. one but the one that makes me fucking jam and it was the first one that made me jam is goddamn let's live for ourselves well that's also know, my favorite all, yeah of course it is <laughs> <laughs> Just live for ourselves. So good. This should be on like soul compilations. This should be, and it might be more known than you and I know, because like, yeah. who knows? Like a black family growing up, like like uh, we were talking about. Um, what's his name? He did this Clarence Carter character. That was oh, first. Carl Tart. Carl Tart. Maybe sure. Carl Tart's family. Like that's probably why. Is Carl Tart from uh, Chicago? Because I You're saw from, it was the from Chicago. Atlanta. Um, yeah. Okay. He does seem like more of a Southern guy. But I could be wrong. But anyway, if you don't know who Carl Tart is, you should look into him. But uh, he is on that one show that uh, Nicole Byer is in. I yeah. can't remember what it's called. I couldn't get into it. But there is a show that he's on on TV on a network. I know they go to a bar and drink wine. Yeah, it's something like that. I don't remember. Uh, so, most favorite song, we agree. Live for ourselves. I'm not asking that question because, uh, of course, you. how old were you when you first started listening to 37. this? 37. Well, how did you... Well, and I already know how you felt about it on the first listen. You didn't listen to much of it and you didn't like it. Would you recommend this album? The first listen was going to bed. Yeah. So I fell asleep Well, let's say the it. first full listen, how did you feel after you got through the entire album? I will ask you. Uh... Still kind of like, not down on it, but still like, maybe was hoping for more. But then the second time I listened to it, and like my body recognized some of the songs, it went like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why it grew in esteem. So would you but recommend this today then? I reckon no. I wouldn't recommend this album. I'd recommend a few Clarence Carter songs. and No, not even a few. I'd recommend one. Uh, and the one we like, Let's Live like, For Ourselves. Yeah. But like... If someone's sitting around like, should I listen to Clarence Carter? I'm like, well, you should at least listen to Strokin' because it's fucking hilarious. And if you like that, there's a song called Patches, and I could play you this skit if you'd like to hear it. <laughs> <clears throat> that that would... God, I wish we could. I wish we could go out by playing another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Our amazing. Our podcast is just, we recorded a podcast and put it out. Oh, God. And we just do the intro. Here's uh, episode two. So I would not listen to this again as a whole. I am going to, once we're done with this, I will be adding that song to a playlist because that song 
rules. Soulful. There might be Clarence Carter has like thirty fucking albums too. And I was I'm thinking it might open me up if I put that in. If I add that to my songs that are already playing, that it might decide to throw some other, some other <laughs> similar Clarence Carter songs at me, and I would be down for that. Uh, rating this zero out of ten, Oliver the Rock and or Roll Cat. I would give this album. Okay, bye. Four. I'm saying five. Okay. And I don't know if that's because he's blind, but I but I, <laughs> but I know he wrote <laughs> the whole album. And I think that he's really talented. Yeah. But it's the this the album itself does not it's not gonna I don't think it would necessarily yeah. make anyone a fan, but I could be wrong because it's not a bad album, but it's just okay. So yeah. five, baby, five. You said four? I said four. I think for my taste in my musical world, that's about okay. right. It's about the amount of songs that I really jam to on here. It's right. So, um, and there's 10 songs and we were writing it out of 10. So I literally could just count the songs I like. Describing this album in one word, I'm going to go first and I'm going to say it. It's right. It's right. It's not great. It's not terrible. It's right. Anything, Sam? Um... The first word that pops into my head for some reason when I think of this album is what's the word I'm fucking looking for? I thought I was hoping when I was talking to it, talking you through, it just popped into my head. Uh, I'm trying to look for a word that means like a good effort. Attaboy. <laughs> yeah, sure. That'll, attaboy. <laughs> that'll work for me. <laughs> you know, at work, when Adam does something well, we go, Adam boy. Oh. <laughs> Well, we're all hit and miss, aren't we? <laughs> hey, it's a good laugh at work. It's you know, sure, work sure jokes sometimes that don't work anywhere else. All right, so we're... like this, bat boo. Only two people are going to laugh at that, and neither of them listen to this podcast. Bat boo. Yep. All right, so we are. Fi- I'm not. I don't even need you to. Explain I'm not it explaining. Because I, don't it. I refuse. To. Um, <clears throat> we are finished with this. We are. We are finished with the questions. We are. Sam. I um Aww. I'm not gonna say what I think you're gonna. Th- I mean I you're not gonna be excited about this. That's all I can say. Wait, what? Are you giving me something? Yeah. Oh, I thought this was when we announced the other guy. Oh wait, I'm so out of order with episodes. Go ahead, you know what's going on. No, this is after Tom's. Okay. <laughs> Tom's was last week. Tom's the one. The next one that's coming out to the people okay. from where we're they actually recording this. Yes. Did they already hear this too? <laughs> now you have to put that back in your face. That's the worst thing when I, I know. when I used to stand up and fart into the mic. <laughs> someone's gonna have to shit soon. Oh my god! You smell it? No, but I don't want to either. Okay, so the next thing that I'm giving you, you're not gonna be excited, and I don't care. <laughs> Okay. All right. So this is the eighth best-selling album of all time. Okay. This is probably Janet Jackson. No, she does not have that accolade. This album itself has 12 singles from it. This album is... Oh, I can smell it now. Jesus fart fucking Christ. Sam, I am making you listen to the album Come On Over by Shania Twain. Shania Twain. <laughs> yeah. 
You're going to have to finish this podcast. All right, everyone. Might as well be Mount Everest. You just accidentally hit the Mount Everest button, so you know. (laughs) All right, everyone. Michelle's walking out of the room. She is done. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm sorry I stunk her out. Uh, Well, we're going to go out on, you know, the only song that fucking matters right now. The same one we came in and out on earlier. I've been stroking. And the police came and shot Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'll pretend like I'm Michelle right now. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye.